His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Those claws with the toys in it at, uh, like, restaurants and stuff, you may have seen them. How about the kid in Florida that got stuck inside the machine? I miss this one. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, because you've been down for the count. Yeah. Yes. So he's at uh, Beef O'Brady's in Florida. He sees a toy he likes. He's like three. He, he goes into, he literally, they caught this on security cam. He crawls into the big crawl, the, the uh, claw machine to get the toy he wants and gets stuck in there. Turns out there's an off-duty firefighter that's there. He calls the guys over the firehouse. They come to help this kid out. In my over 20 years in the fire service, uh, I've never seen anything like this. I'm sure he has a story to tell for a long, long time. <laughs> certainly has. Did he get a toy at least? <laughs> Took him five minutes to to get out. If I were his parents, I don't know, but if I were his parents, he'd not be getting that toy, man. <laughs> oh, my word. It's so hard to get it otherwise, though. So, you beat the eyes. You know, that claw just kind of like flimsily just goes over top of it. You never get anything exactly. from those machines. Yeah. So, he wanted his toy. He went in to get yeah. it. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Imagine being a star for a day with his radio. It's the I Can Only Imagine movie that's coming out. The red carpet premiere is going to be at the end of the month. You could be going to be our correspondent on the red carpet. How cool is that, huh? Ooh, that sounds so fun. Does you it... can meet Rob Dempsey. Oh, no, yeah. stop it. Mm. I have a five-second thing in the movie. You don't even know it's, it's four me. four seconds, but don't worry about it. It's 3.29 <laughs> seconds. But the whole, bi- the whole thing builds up to that moment. Yeah. yeah right. Oh, my word. Uh. <laughs> it's bigger than what it is. So uh, th- this is one of the entries for it because you have to give us a video of your what do you say? Your interview skills on the red carpet. Here's Larry's submission. And speaking of Bart Miller, he's right beside me right here on the red carpet. Let's go over to him. And Bart, how are you doing? Hope everything's going well. I have to ask you, how does it feel to have your song now into a movie? And how did this happen? And of course, we have famous actor Dennis Quaid in the movie. He's been in a lot of movies, and we love to have him. And he is beside me here on the red carpet. We're going to talk to him for a moment before he goes inside. And last but not least, his radio's very own Rob Dempsey is in this movie. Why? We're about to find out. Rob, tell us how did you get involved in this movie? We must know. It was a mistake. <laughs> they called the wrong guy, and I Why? showed up. <laughs> Why are you in this movie? Who had? Who knows? <laughs> Stand over here, sir. I understand the part was the stretch for you to play, though. Right? Yeah, I guess. A DJ. Yeah, shh. Don't give away too much. Oh, I, don't give away. Why not? Let something be a secret. Oh. My little three-second premiere in a movie. It's beautiful. You sang great. <laughs> yeah, I did not sing. It's oh. something else that you're familiar with me doing. So it's Imagine Being a Star for a Day. You can rock the red carpet and interview the stars of I Can Only Imagine. And Jim Mann, our executive producer, will help you along the way. You won't have anything to worry about. Yeah, there's nothing to worry about when I'm around. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Mornings with his morning crew. Trusting in God means accepting what he allows to come into our lives, whether we understand it or not. It trusts him to, in all things, work for the good, even if we can't see the whole plan. When our greatest fear and ultimate hope is God and his loving, wise plan, then there's nothing that can overthrow us. 
these thoughts are really centered around Proverbs 14, 26. Whoever fears the Lord has a secure fortress, and for their children, it will be a refuge. We're going through this book all week long. It's Timothy Keller's brand new devotional, God's Wisdom for Navigating Life. And it's really cool because it's a year of daily devotions in the book of Proverbs. Now, you can win this from his radio. Just go to our Facebook page, and there you'll see the book, and you'll be able to share your favorite proverb. We'll be giving this away throughout the week. So go online, hisradio.com. We can link you up to our Facebook page, and you'll be able to win this really cool devotional from Timothy Keller. Yeah, I'm excited to go through it. I love the book of Proverbs. More than just pretty voices. I don't have any twins in my family, Allison. You have like five sets of twins. I can't think of any. Rob's got like six sets of twins. (laughs) I have no idea. I'm an orphan. so We've We've had a lot of twins throughout our business here. You know, a lot of different twins. We have twins that work here. We have twins that we're working here. But anyway. Who? Oh, yeah, yeah. Christy, she's twins, and and Jody's wife's twins. Anyway, there is a school that has a few more twins. In fact, out of the the sophomore, is it the sophomore class? Yeah, sophomore class of New Trier High School, they have, out of 1,000 students, they have 91 are twins. That's an odd number. Wait, 91 sets of twins in one sophomore class? 91. There's a triplet involved. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good eye. Hey, <laughs> look at that. She says her math. It's 44 sets of twins in one set of triplets. Isn't that crazy? That's almost 10% of the class. Very good. (laughs) These math skills, I'm just wild. Since she's been sick, her math skills are awesome. Yeah, it's it's like sets a record. It almost, I think it doubles the record from before of like 20 some. Okay. Can you imagine? Nope. Okay, well, that's it. You don't have to imagine. You can just go to Trier High School. And the sophomore class, it's just incredible. And they uh, they saw it coming because they're like from different middle schools. Like, oh, so many twins here, so many twins here. Oh, we're all going to go to the same high school. Boom. So you almost feel odd when you don't have a twin there. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I just thought that was interesting. You don't think it's interesting at all? Did they have anything to say about it? Yeah, here's what they have to say. Anytime we have twins, we always give parents an option, whether they want to have their kids in the same class or not. Uh, so I think that um, it's, it no longer becomes that much of an option. See, it causes all kinds uh, of problems, huh? That option is out the window. And the teachers there are probably pretty astute because these twins probably try to pull pranks oh, all the time. I'm sure. <sighs> Teachers yeah. are used to it. They've seen it all. That's true. They're up on this kind of stuff. They, they can't get away with there. It's good when you're the only twin at high school. You can get away with all kinds of stuff. Be my twin day. Yeah. I'm going to be you, you be me kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. the stuff you you've, could do with that. You've seen too many movies, Rob. I know, right? His, his morning crew. You know, yesterday might have been horrible. Last week might have been one of the worst weeks of your life. And you're thinking today and this week might be a repeat. When I go through that stuff, I always go to this one scripture that has happens to be our hashtag encouraging word at hisradio.com on our Facebook page. It's Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 23 in the scripture. It says, great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. There's another translation that says new every morning. So it's a brand new day and God's got your back today. His morning crew. Rob's Big Losers is well underway. We are in week, is it, Leslie, is it week number three already? 
Yes, it's in week three. We are week three. Isn't that crazy? Rosbig Losers. It's a 12-week journey to the rest of their lives. We have people that are set up at the YMCA at home as well. And Leslie Knox with the uh, YMCA of Greenville has set up all the at-home workouts. She has some great tips as well. I'll let you know how you can join the journey. You don't have to be an official member of Rosbig Losers, but you'll see how you can do that in just a bit. But this morning, Leslie's going to talk to us about what a habit is. I mean, you got the good habits and you have the bad habits and you have some thoughts on how you can break that cycle. Yes. And so I was thinking about this. I was thinking about something that I really love and that's chocolate. And when I first started my journey, a lot of people don't realize I have a transformation journey of my own. So this is, we're talking about years ago was not to give it up completely. It was just too hard. I didn't want to do cold turkey giving up my chocolate. So my first rule of thumb was to create a new norm, and that was to stop having it after about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So every time I go get a little crazy with it, I create that new norm again and go back to that because I don't really want to give up chocolate all the time. So that's you want to create a new norm. That's the biggest point. So you want to overcome those bad habits. And one of the things that you have talked about is to break the cycle. How do you do that? Well, you just start looking for something that can replace it. So I used having ice cream with a TV show. Identify what's important about that. Is it spending time with your family or is it having the bowl of ice cream? But if having ice cream an hour before bedtime is not good for your health, you got to figure out how to replace that. Not maybe the TV time with your family, but how can you make that make something better? And so that might be popcorn or it might be doing physical activity during the commercials, something that will help create a new norm. And the thing is, is that you may not like it right away. But if you keep sticking with it or find something that you enjoy with it, eventually it'll become a new habit. So you're saying try different things until you find the right fit. Fine. Right. Yes, because I, I always say you're not married to something particular about working out. You've got to find what you like to do, right? Because that's the best type of exercise, what you're going to enjoy. So that sometimes that takes a little bit of time. Or if you find something that you enjoy and you do it to death, you know, you keep doing it and keep doing it. And then you're like, I am so tired of this. Hmm. You start looking for something new, right? It's the same thing with a habit. You keep looking until you find that right fit. Leslie Knox, who is with the Greenville County YMCA. If you go to our website, hisradio.com, you'll find a blog that has this week's workouts that you can join in on your own journey as well. Or just text the word workout to 800-447-7234. Just one word, workout, 800-447-7234. And you can join in the journey and be a Rob's Big Loser. Rob, Allison, and Jim. These days, prom can cost like nearly $800. That includes like the tux, the dress, dinner everything else and for many students at Eau Claire High School in Columbia prom just wasn't an option 60% of the students there simply don't have the money for a prom ticket and so the department store Belk decided to do something they've never done before 
they're taking care of everything. They're covering the costs of the students' tickets, formal wear, they're paying for the venue, the food, the flowers, the accessories, even hairstylists. I'm really excited. I feel like this is a blessing for us and this is a once in a lifetime thing. I've never had this happen nor have I ever saw this happen before. This has never happened to Eau Claire before and from what I understand it's not happened to any other high school in the state. So it's one opportunity for our students to have one less thing to worry about as the school year ends. Isn't that cool? That is cool. I know. I'm just amazed. And then in, in addition to paying for prom, Belk is also going to donate some clothes and book bags to the school's closet so that any kids that need uh, those kind of necessities will have it. Yeah, WIS was there, and you could see their excitement as they were reporting it on the news. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, they made the big announcement at a uh, pep rally. No, and I think I heard that Rob's going to make an appearance. What do you mean? You're going to be there as, you know, a movie star and stuff. I'm going to be there as a Are you referring to this I Can Only Imagine movie thing again? You're in that? <sighs> Jim, come on. I've, I've never been to the prom either, so. So you I'd won't be like bad. to go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would ask me to the prom? Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Got a question. Valentine's Day. What are you doing? How are you celebrating? Uh, when is that again? It's Wednesday. Uh, it's a couple of days away. Babe, if you're listening, I'm sorry I got nothing. Oh. <laughs> but he's going to do something. Here's the thing. I feel like I'm toast because I always blow it on Valentine's Day mm. with my wife. I blow it. I just well, don't. With that attitude. Well, listen, I thought, okay, I'm going to take her out. I'll just, she loves a restaurant. So yeah. I'm going to take her to her favorite restaurant. And then I'm reading that val number one, Wednesday's like the worst day to bring anybody out for a Valentine's Day. Yeah. Is what I just read. And then second, I'm reading this. Valentine's Day is the worst day to go out <laughs> of the year. I'm like, what? How come? Here, here's what they say. They say the tables are on top of each other. Food is atrocious. Uh, we could not get our waiter's attention. This is what somebody posted. And our food never came. So mm. I'm like, I don't want that kind of thing. Hmm. On Valentine's Day. I know the restaurants around here are a lot better than wherever these people went and did their blog, but I feel like, oh, man. Yeah. Well, there's some truth to that. I mean, it's it's busy. They always seem to increase the prices on what? Valentine's Day. Some people do. Well, because I'm, you know, like drowning in wisdom all the time. Yeah. I never, hardly ever uh, take my wife out on Valentine's Day because of that, because it's so crowded. Mm. Thank you. Jim Mann and his words of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Isn't so, that yeah. amazing? I do it that weekend before or after, just because it's who I am. Mm -hmm. My parents' anniversary is on Valentine's Day, and they never celebrate. <laughs> Really? Valentine's Day, yeah, because it's, this is exactly what you're talking about, Rob. That whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm curious. How how do you celebrate, or how are you going to celebrate Valentine's Day? You can call us at His Morning Crew, 800-447-7234. Call and text on in today. His Morning Crew. I'm hearing in these articles all over the web that Wednesday's a bad day to go out, and Valentine's a bad day to go out because the restaurants are packed. That was my go-to. Wednesday's not a super romantic day of the week, but... Why? I don't know. You have things to do on Wednesday. I guess. So, <laughs> when we started thinking about what you are going to do this Valentine's Day, or what has happened before at 800-447-7234...
Well, Angela suggested that you should cook your wife her favorite dinner, Rob. Oh, really? Angela says, I'll be cooking for my fiancé, and I'm surprising him. Okay, Angela, I hope he's not listening. What, we've got another text? Yeah, Christy says, my boyfriend took me for a nice lunch after church yesterday. He has to work on Wednesday night, and I'll be at our Ash Wednesday service at church. Oh, huh. so you got a jump start. Yeah. That's not bad. So Debbie is here. What about you, Debbie? Well, my husband works at Whole Foods in the seafood department, so what he's going to do is bring home a couple of lobster tails and pick up a couple of steaks, and we're just going to have our Valentine's in. Uh, what he'd be spending on lobster tails and steak, we'd be spending out even more at a restaurant and having to fight the crowds, you know, like you were talking about, and being rushed off the table. So we're going to just have a nice, quiet dinner in, and, you know, it's just the two of us. So we can, you know, just pop in a movie and just relax and enjoy being with each other. Is he a great cook? He's a wonderful cook. When we first got married, I could not cook very well. So he got a culinary degree just so he could survive. No. Wow. So he does all the cooking and everything. I cook a couple times a week, and it's more like warming up leftovers. Can he come to Rob's house, too? <laughs> I need to help, man. <laughs> okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. Thinking about Valentine's Day and what you would be doing, because let me tell you, after I read on the Internet that restaurants are going to be packed and Wednesday's like a bad day for romantic outings, I'm like I'm toast. <laughs> you feel off the hook. I'm already hor. No, I'm not off the hook. I got it now. I got to think something you know unique in all this. And so, boy, the calls and texts are coming in at 800-447-7234. Well, April celebrated yesterday. She says my husband bought me flowers and he also cooked a three-pound tomahawk steak and we divided it between the two of us and our daughter. Best Valentine's Day yet. What's a tomahawk steak? I don't know. Some kind of cut. You know. <laughs> That sounds tasty, though. A big though. one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's made. Yeah. Anyway, Carly says, I'll be celebrating the 14th, a.k.a. Singles Awareness Day. Oh, I've had many years of those. As I do every year and most days of the week after work, I'll go home, eat dinner, and read a book. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. That sounds yeah, good. Yeah, good for you. Okay, so Alex says he has a suggestion. What is it, Alex? I think I might get a hard time from a lot of people hearing this, but my wife and I do something called a cheat Valentine. So basically what we do is we get each other things the day after Valentine's Day when everything is half off. Um, so that way we <laughs> And then we go out to dinner, you know, we'll do something where the crowds aren't uh, that busy and stuff. So we, we do things a little bit differently. When did you start the tradition? <laughs> um, we actually did this, I think, when we um, when we lived in Florida probably about four or six years ago. That's smart, though. I mean, wait till <laughs> it's cheap enough to get. Exactly. <laughs> I think the chocolates will taste just as good the next day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they don't expire till. I think, like, you know, a few months in the future. So I think we'll, we'll be good. Great idea. Well, happy Valentine's Thank Day. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. Have a great day. His morning crew. Valentine's help. Please. I'm not romantic like Jim is for his wife. And then Allie's got the ro- most romantic guy on the planet. It looks like Fabio with that little long hair. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment. It is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. You know, he's on romance novels, that dude, right? So 800-447-7234 with uh, thoughts about what you're doing for Valentine's Day. Nicole has a tip for you. She says, we always go out to our favorite pizza. Pizzerias aren't nearly as busy as regular restaurants on Valentine's Day. And doesn't your wife have one that she loves because it's got gluten-free? Gluten-free yes. stuff. Oh, so there you go. Oh, I 
hopefully she's not listening. And then Kristen says, spending my Valentine's Day watching the Olympics. Good idea. Brilliant. My family's been getting into the Olympics. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Hey, and here's an idea, and we want to help you. How about a trip to Myrtle Beach? You tell your sweetheart that you married. Sweetheart, I got a trip to Myrtle Beach for you that you'll unwrap coming up on Wednesday. So all you have to do, because right now it's on the My His Radio app. Actually, that's going to happen in like less than five minutes at 845. You'll open up the app and boom, you'll be able to register to win a trip to Myrtle Beach and you'll be a part of the Weekend to Remember Marriage Conference that's going on in Myrtle Beach at the beginning of March. And that'll be on the My His Radio app. Download it now. You still have time. The App Store and Google Play because you'll be able to win that coming up in about five minutes on the My His Radio app. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. About ending his day in South Korea is Nigel Robertson, who gets to cover for NBC on about 31 stations what the Olympics is doing. I mean, you're right at the Olympic Village, Nigel. Yeah, I'm right in the heart of it all. All the excitement, uh, getting to meet the athletes, getting to see the venues, getting to tell stories for. Uh, stations around the country. It's, it's a huge blessing, and I'm excited to be here. Oh, so awesome. I love following you on Instagram, Nigel, and I love how you're diving into the culture of South Korea, and you say they deep fry and batter anything and everything, so I got to know, what's the weirdest thing you've eaten so far? <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. I kind of went out. Um, we went on a food tour in Seoul yesterday, and um, I tried all kinds of delicious food and cold noodle soup, which, you know, normally I like hot soup. But uh, I, so we went to an outdoor market that literally fries everything. And they had, you know, shrimp and chicken and vegetables, but they had octopus and snails and other things that I had no idea what it was and I wasn't about to try it. <laughs> I noticed they're doing something in South Korea at the Olympics, like they do at Disney, and they trade pins. Yeah, yeah, pin trading is huge here. Uh, so I work for Hearst Television, which owns, you know, WYFF4. Um, so I'm here for all of Hearst stations, and we have uh, pins uh, that, you know, when you go up to someone from another station or another country, uh, another company, uh, all those, they, they all come here stocked with pins, and it's a huge trading thing. And then the Olympic Games has tons of, of pins as well. So when I was in Rio was for the Summer Games in 2016, that was the first time that, that I was introduced to pin trading on the international level, and it, it, it's pretty epic. How many do you have now? Um, you know, and I've got my favorites. I probably have five or so favorites that, that I refuse to trade. Uh, but on my lanyard, I'll have, you know, pins. So our um, credentials is hanging on a lanyard, and everyone puts their pins on the lanyard. So as you're walking around, you can see other people's pins and, and you know, then trade accordingly. But, uh, you know, I've got about five that I'm keeping definitely bringing home. Okay, i got to be honest with you. I don't get curling, but you covered curling at the Olympics, and you met Matt and Becca Hamilton like as like a brother and sister in the curling event. Yeah, yeah, and I gave them the Pal Palmetto Curling Club pin, and they, they wore it all the time, even on TV, which was awesome. That is so uh, cool. But, uh, yeah, but, yeah, they're, they're great. They're great, uh, and their story is amazing. And I, that's what's so awesome about about the games is, is – 
you know, people give up their, their lives and focus on a goal to make it to the Olympic Games and become the best in their sport. And through that entire journey, the, the ups and the downs, the sacrifices they make, I get to sit down and talk to them when they're on the biggest stage in the world yeah. and ask them how they got here and ask them, you know, who, who helped you get here, their faith, uh, uh, the sacrifices they made. It's just – and then I get to tell you the stories. And, then, you know, that's a blessing for me. And, and there's so many, so many stories that, that I, I don't get to tell, you know. Um, so I spend every minute of the day while I'm here just trying to find one story after another. Well, talk about sacrifices. You um, are away from your family for almost a whole month, and I know you have three precious boys. So anything you want to say to them yeah. back home here? Yeah, well, well oh, yeah, yeah. I, I love them to death. We FaceTime as much as possible and talk, and my wife's doing an amazing job with them. So, uh, And then our friends and neighbors have got the food and, uh, you know, just taking care of my family. So I'm I'm so grateful. You know, we have... We have no blood family in the upstate, so our friends have truly become our family, and, and they're awesome. Oh, that's so cool. We love you, Nigel. I'm glad you checked in with us live from the Olympic Village. How cool awesome. is that? Uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs>